Welcome to the New England Football Show presented by Mortgage Right. I'm your host, John Serenitas, and this week, Kevin Adam and myself are joined by Miguel Benzon from At Pat's Cap. Miguel is the preeminent Patriots cap guru in the area. Miguel, how are you doing this evening, my friend? Oh, busy, busy. The Patriots made some moves <laughs> today. I it's been it's been busy. I expect to keep being busy the rest of the, this month, and we'll see what happens. Um, I am just waiting for some details to come in. It's I found out that I, I I'm pretty sure that Matthew Slater deal has to. Quali- does qualify for the four-year qualify four-year qualifying contract, but it which means that he can't officially sign it until March sixteenth. Mm-hmm. All right? right, so right, and, and so which is the, yeah, the yeah the league year begins. I'm trying to find out the details of Devin McCourty's deal. I'd um, you know, people kept on saying it's a one-year nine million dollar deal that couldn't be that can. That could not be true because in 2020 he signed a five-year deal that voided after two years. Right. So what I'm trying to find out is, and I am sure that the Patriots did not shorten the length of the deal, all right, to make it one year. All right. What I'm trying to find out is now he was signed through 2024. I'm trying to find out what is he signed still through 2024? Did they add one more void year? Did they add two more void years? Right, because the more void years you add to a deal, the more you can prorate the signing bonus proration. The more you buy right. the signing bonus, prorate the signing bonus, the less his cap number will be in 2022, and you'll have more dead money in the future, which which would um, but you would have a less. It would mean even create create a cap savings because I had him on the books for 6.45 million dollars. Where I'm right. waiting to find out. Um. But like he announced it on Sunday, which probably means he didn't sign a deal on Sunday. He probably signed it. He's going to sign it this week. So it's we'll find out later. It is what it is. But in the Patriots well, only announced one. That, sorry, Patriots no, only okay. announced James Ferenc signing. Okay, there's no yeah. and there's no way he got a lot of money. <laughs> no, no, I think I think that, I think that they they did all right on that one. Well, we got plenty to get to, but before we do that, I just want to. Take a second here and remind folks about our sponsor, Mortgage Right. It is a great time to take advantage of the equity in your home if you have questions about taking cash out for home improvements, debt consolidation, paying tuitions, or any general questions. Reach out to our friend Herb Devine and his team today with more than 25 years in the mortgage industry. Herb's your guy for mortgage questions. Call him today at 781-254-2846. All right, Miguel, we're all chopping at the bit to get into this. So obviously you start off by talking about Matthew Slayer, Devin McCourty, James yep. Ferentz. I think it's safe to say that I a lot of us thought that 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 Slater would be back. And I think a fair amount of people thought McCourty would be back. I was one of those people. I thought, I know yeah. Patriot fans may disagree with me on this. I think he's playing at a high enough level that it warranted bringing him back. And as you said, this isn't really a new deal. This is really part of an existing deal. Yep. So you started to get into that. Can you can you clarify for us what his contract situation is? Because okay. it, it, it is you mentioned earlier that he's not going to count nine million towards the cap. Why no. is that? Look, because okay, when he signed his deal in twenty twenty, 
he received a $10 million signing bonus, $10.75 million signing bonus. All right? The, the Patriots chose to add three more void years to the deal. All right? So prorate those that 10.75 over five years. So that's 2.15 each year. All right? The deal was going to void on March 16th. If it did void, all right, $6.45 million would have hit the cap as dead money. All right? By reaching this this restructuring this deal, the, the, the signing bonus operation for 2023 and 2024 stays on that on those years' cap. All right? So Devin mm-hmm. McCourty's 2022 cap number, I don't know what it is, but I do know we do know a couple of things. He's gonna it consist of it will consist of a 2.15 signing bonus proration of his 2020 bonus. It will it I definitely definitely got a signing bonus for, for this with this deal. So we'll count we'll get so signing proration for this extension. It'll have a he was gonna have a salary. The minimum side for some of his his experience is one one point two million dollars. All right. One point one two million dollars, excuse me. And then the Patriots have been last year started making having active roster bonuses the standard amount one million dollars. So I'm presuming that he's gonna he's gonna have a minimum salary of one point one two million dollars. That's the salary. He's gonna have one million dollars of active roster bonuses. He's gonna have two point one four five one point five of existing signing bonus ration. I am try- and so that and so so I'm trying to find out that nine million dollars the difference, right? It will be the signing bonus he receives. Okay. I'm doing this off the top of my head. <laughs> so, right. I should just bring up my spreadsheet. Better, better, you, better you than me. <laughs> okay. Let me just let me take a look, quick break and bring this to, to so to my spreadsheet. And so he would have done. Yeah, yeah. So he would I am trying to f- figure out, excuse me, if he's got how many years his new signing bonus proration signing bonus will be prorated. Is it three? I know it ain't one. Okay, we. I know it ain't one. There's no way it's one. Okay, right. it could be two. Could be three. It's mostly. I think I. I thought I mean, in, in the tweets I sent out yesterday. I naturally I thought it was three because I th- there's no way the Patriots will extend it have four or five per five years to prorate. But maybe they did, right. which means they want more cap space this year. I don't know. I've been. I'll be. I've been wrong before, <laughs> right? and I might be wrong again. So I'm. It could be three. I'm going. It could be three, four, five. I'm bet. I'm. Yeah. I said on, now, on Twitter. When, when it was you three. say when you say prorate, are you saying people often talk about? You hear the term that they're that they're deferring money or or in essence kicking the can down the road. Is that what yeah? So the, the six. Let, let's just make it easy, right? One, two, yeah. Let's just make it easy and say he got six a six million dollar signing bonus because that's easy to d- divide out. All right. If he got it over three years, twenty is going to get two million dollars a year. If he got it over four years, it's one point five million dollars a year. If it go over five years, it's one point two. All right. So that eight, so that eight hundred thousand dollar difference from three years to two years to five years, that's more money for the that lowers cap as cap savings for this year. But it means mm-hmm. he, in the future, if they were he were to retire, cut or get traded, there'll be more dead money. Right. Gotcha. Right. All right. Um, we'll find out. We'll find out. I don't know yet, but we'll find out. It's the 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 fact that the reporters keep on saying it cracks me up. The reporters keep on saying it's one year 
nine one year nine million dollars. I mean, like it is what it is. They don't most of these beat writers don't re- report stuff in report stuff incorrectly. Duke reports stuff incorrectly. You already had a five year deal, so we'll see what happens. Kevin, I got a more general question for you. Go ahead. Uh, it seems like very hard stuff. None of this is easy. Like even any contract that comes in, the fact that you have to put in the work. How did you get into this? Because again, like sometimes people will want to figure something out, but they'll just follow somebody or yeah, yeah. somebody else. Oh, so I, I've been doing this since 2000. And why I started doing this is because I don't remember the exact order. I, I just know, I'm pretty sure the 99% sure it was Ted Johnson, the player. One day, in the Herald or Globe, I read a cap number for Ted Johnson. The following day, I read a different cap number for the same player in either the Herald or Globe, the other, the opposite, the competing paper. Right. As a person who's always been pretty good with math, I said that didn't make any sense to me. A player can't if you if he didn't change his deal, he didn't restructure his deal. His cap number shouldn't have changed in in the course of a day. So right. then I decided, well. Obviously, the guys who are covering the cap are doing a lousy job. <laughs> so that was Felger back in the day because he was doing the he was the hell of a reporter. That was Ron Borges back for the Globe. I mean, no, no, no disrespect to those guys. I especially no, I do disrespect Felger because he keeps on saying cap is crap. I think he, I think he's, he says that because he couldn't. He was doing a lousy job of covering the salary cap. <laughs> All right. Um, that's why I started doing it. So I, then I literally went on back in the day, folks. There wasn't no, there wasn't Twitter. So back in the day, I was using news, use that news groups. I was using the KFL forum. I was using the Bosco mailing list. And I told, I went out there and I said, if you hear of a contract, let me know. And I just kept on writing, documenting, documenting, documenting back in the, and this is way back. So this is in 2000, early 2000s. The NFLPA used to publish data after the season where they would have PDFs, where they said this, you know, player, a linebacker with five years on the Patriots got this deal, all right? right. There isn't that many linebackers on the Patriots who signed a new deal. So I could revert. They wouldn't put the names in, but if you could, but you could reverse figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Like just to deuce, they were talking about a player. Back in the day, USA Today, used to publish after the season a salary cap de- database so i had a way of double checking my my numbers yeah. i know i back i am much so much more accurate then than i was now because i've developed some sources all right um that's why i did it it was just because i thought the guys covering the, the salary cap for the pages were doing a lousy job that i could that I should be able to do it. So, and I started doing it. Yeah, that's great. Miguel, I'm actually, you just said um, you've developed some sources. I'm curious, that just kind of triggered something. Has Don't the team me. ever reached out to you in any capacity? The, the Patriots? Yes. They have never reached out to me and told me my numbers were wrong. Okay. Um, they have never told me that they have never reached out to me, period. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I have so many followers. I don't know if when somebody asks me a question, are they asking me because they 
are a friend of a player or they're working for an agent or they're working for the Patriots. Because some I've had been asked, like, how do I know these things? Like Nate, Nate Ebner's aunt asked me how I knew about he had a $500,000 Pro Bowl bonus, right? <laughs> and I'm like, that was a strange question. And the on the on the on Twitter, it had last name was Ebner. So I usually don't check out people's timeline or who asked me questions, right? Right. But holy cow. So I looked it up and, it's, and she's on the timeline saying you could, she was on the timeline said she, it was Nate Edna's aunt. All right. Okay. All right. Some <laughs> of the questions I get, I do feel like they're coming from someone who's looking to find out how much money this guy is making. Like maybe someone who wants to get some child support or check to make it somebody who's trying to get a somebody who did making sure this guy has the ability to pay his debts, something like that. Um, the team has knows about me and it, and they several members of the Patriots organization. I know for a fact, follow me like the guys on Patriots unfiltered. Mm -hmm. um, Stacy James follows me. I think someone else in the press in their press course follows me. I but they never DM Stacy's never DM'd me. No one from the team has ever DM'd me saying that my numbers from the front office. Like right. I, I go I DM'd, you know, right. you I've been on Patriots Unfiltered several times and I you know several DMs with John Rook and and mm -hmm. Fred and Paul and Eric. And, you know, but I've that's more like Hey, when can you go on the show? They're checking some of the numbers. It took them several years, Patriots football, even to, to acknowledge my presence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it took them several years before I saw my name in Patriots Football Weekly. Uh, and now you're, you've, in essence, become the go-to guy in the area, which brings me to my next question. Obviously, Patriot fans are always yearning for something more, like every other uh, NFL yeah. team and their fan base wide receiver, which has always been a position of contention since Bill Belichick has been here, but wide receiver, you've heard some names going to them, Allen Robinson and others. David Given Terrell current, versus Richard Seymour. <laughs> right, right. Given their current, given their current cap situation. I mean, th there's no way in my view that they're in the running for a, a player like him, but they, they could be in the running for someone like Valdez Scanling who they're supposedly interested in. Right. Can, can you can you explain to Patriot fans that it's that even if you kick money down the road and restructure and extend, it's hard to add a guy like Allen Robinson if he gets fair market value, if, correct? If, Given if, their cap if, situation. If Christian Cork got crazy money today. Mm -hmm. So and then we I we got Mike Williams got three three years, sixty million dollars, right? That was kind you know, it was somewhat higher than I expected. But it's not out of the ballpark. Christian Kirk got crazy money today, all right. So if as I said before, maybe the Patriots could have signed. And so I, I remember going on the show. Um, I actually have an Allen Robinson deal, all right. In three years, and I was going to pay him fifteen, fifteen million, fifteen million dollars API. No, I just I might as well just throw that thing out, all right, because there's no way that his agent should sign that deal now. After Christian Kirk got that, got that kind of money, all right, he would have to. Allen Robinson, if he signs a deal that's team friendly, that's on him, all right. He's that's a 
you know, he's on his second or third contract. He's made enough money. How much money he wants to make forward, that's that's on him. I don't know. We don't know that. But if I was him and I wanted to maximize my money, I'm going and saying Christian Kirk is not even my ballpark. I'm, I'm, I'm going for that kind of money. All right. Mm-hmm. Could the Patriots go and sign someone with a lot of with a with a big to a big money deal? All right. They would have to then first create the cap space. And there are ways to do it. All right. And they and they still, and I guess somebody had mentioned today, like they were thinking about trading Shaq Mason, all right, for the third straight year. The good Shaq Mason. God, I, God bless him. All right. I I have no idea why. I just all right, but let's that's an idea out there. If you were to make some, you know, trade Shaq Mason somehow give away, get someone to take Nelson Aguilar's deal, all right? You could create the cap space to get a big-name wide receiver. You just couldn't do it without, right, you want to say it right now, you couldn't, as it stands right now, let's just say the Patriots don't make any moves between now and March 16th. They can't sign Al Robinson on March 16th because you need to have the cap space first. You can't, somebody, um, you can't, you have to have the cap space first, and then sign the player, all right? Mm-hmm. But then again, you could do this thing where you would like w- with Devin McCourty, where he announces on Sunday, but he I probably doesn't uh, signs the deal for a couple of days. We'll see, you know what I'm saying? But they, right, right. it's, and the thing is, if the Patriots go back to what they used to structure the deals, all right, back in the two th- early 2000s, where the player would get two signing bonuses in the first year of the deal and the second year of the deal would be an option bonus, all right? As long as the player is willing to do that, all right, because that option bonus will be fully guaranteed, you could sign that player because most deals, remember, for, like Jason J.C. Jackson signed like a five-year deal, a, a truly two-year deals for the team, and let's see, all right? So if we ha- have any agent is saying, well, t- tells his client, well, it doesn't really matter if you get a signing bonus, an option bonus in separate years, right? It might be better off tax-wise to separate the money, all right? Mm-hmm. If you get a signing bonus, an option bonus, and they're fully guaranteed, it doesn't really matter when you get it, all right? Um, so you could definitely do that. I wouldn't um, – I am like I said, but I don't think they can get – I'm not – there's no way they're getting too big numbers in their place. You can get yeah. – Yeah, you can, no, you can and, and I think it's a long – I look, it's I thought a long, long shot, shot if they don't cut any players. Game. If right. they have to get rid of some of the big guys, create a move, a couple more moves to create a, like five to ten million dollars in cap space, okay? Mm-hmm. That you know, cutting even like trading Nikhil Harry or Chase Winovich or uh, Jared Sidham, those are small cap saving moves. You need to get big moves to get to a big guy. And I, mm-hmm. I think now Allen Robinson, I thought he might agree to pay. For fifteen million dollars at a bargain price, but I cannot see him doing it now at the Christian Kirk deal. Mm-hmm. And then, the, and then Mike Williams deal just certified. So those two things get us says, "Hey, I should get at least eighteen somewhere eighteen twenty. Mm-hmm. But he could change. He could change his mind too, and yeah. maybe GJ. And then I know the, um, Jason Fitzgerald from Over the Cap thinks that GJ Chalk, excuse me, from from the Jaguars would sign a one-year deal, like a one-year oh. prove-it deal. You maybe mm-hmm. could get him to if you can get anyone to sign a one-year prove-it deal and hope and hope you get lucky. Um, I'm sure you run into tons of these on Twitter, but 
I'm just curious what over the years seems to be the biggest misconception of salary cap football in general. It's like just the, the whole the, the the because players. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna lose some Twitter followers for this. Okay, <laughs> the cap is crap. The people who believe that are just. Because you can restructure a deal and push money on a, on a thing, you say the cap is crap. All right. And I'll say that, so last year, the two the two sides who know the the salary cap better, the best, the owners and the players union agreed to prop up the cap. Because the cap should have been $155 million. Not $182.5 million. The, so the two sides agreed to prop up the cap. If the cap was crap, they wouldn't have done that. Right. Okay. And, you know, the, you know, going back and forth with the Saints, right? Like, literally, remember last year, OBJ, he was available. How yep. how there were, he had to restructure his deal in order to make sure that maybe some team, hopefully for the Browns, they wanted some team to claim them on waivers. All right? So there were the, the Packers. There were teams in playoff contention who could not afford or had the ways to acquire OBJ at the end of the season. Yet I hear the cap is crap. All right. So like now, oh, geez, they might the Saints are in the running for Deshaun Watson. All right. And they haven't cut a player yet. Yet they like, but they don't we don't talk about the players they've lost in free agency over the years. All right. right. Because you don't cut a player, but he signs someone else, sells someone else doesn't count as a cut. So Trey Hedgerson, he he's he he made buco bucks was on the Saints. Signs, signs, on to us, plays well for the Bengals. Emmanuel, the Saints would have been better last year if they had Emmanuel Sanders on their roster. They didn't. All right, they cut a couple of players last year. They would have been better off if they kept them. But the but the cap is crap. Okay, you have the like the Patriots right now have to ma make decisions because the because they have cap constraints. The Packers, even though they're gonna lower. It, Aaron Rodgers' captain of this year just cut players, but the cap is crap. You're saying, oh, you know, every time you hear it, it's because you forget some, you're forgetting the other side of that. What other transactions? The Chiefs, right. oh my God, they 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 cut, they extended, they extended, reconstructed Matthew Patrick Mahomes deal, but they cut some players too. Yeah. They got Sammy Watkins to take a pay cut. All right. Yeah. Those things they forget. People who say the cap is crap, they forget about those transactions. But they yeah. they just think about oh the player consider because and that just I, I'm done with them. It's like literally I have muted people. If you <laughs> tweet at me, folks, the cap is crap. You're gonna get muted. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm like I'm like okay. I just don't want to hear from you anymore. You can I I just I get so many questions. I don't I cannot possibly answer all of them. So I'm just gonna respond to people who I think. If you think the cap is crap, that's fine. I'll disagree with you. I just won't respond to you anymore. So, folks, public service announcement: Do not tweet at me, cap is crap, because I would just mute you. <laughs> uh, Miguel, looking at uh, another area of need is linebacker for this team. How realistic is someone like Bobby Wagner, um, or do they have to go through the draft? 
No, see, Bobby Wagner has is on his. He's a veteran. He's on his third plus contract. He decides how much he wants to play for. So right. decide. So he decides how much he wants. So if he wants to play for the Patriots at a team friendly deal, that that could definitely happen. All right. He. Those are the kind of deals where where a player has made a ton of money. A veteran who's on the third year, on his third contract, he's already made the money. So, he, like on the second contract, after you've been a rookie, you should max out your max. You should max out your deal, as much as possible. I don't blame J.C. Jackson for trying to get as much. But you should just yep. max out because you only you might only just have one chance at that deal. I thought he was going to get more. I thought J.C. I am surprised if you got before the show. Yeah. I, I thought he was going to get way much more money. The top, like, it's been, since I've been cover, covering the salary cap, it's usually, it's been, like, a correlation between the top cornerback, what the top receiver makes. Now the, the top wide receivers are making much more than the top wideouts. I thought this was going to be the best chance for the cornerback's market to come up to what wide receivers are making. And he's getting $16.5 million, not even top five cornerback money. And folks who tweeted at me that the Patriots should have tagged and traded him, he was a free agent, and that was the best deal he could get. How much what, – what team was going to give up a lot of – million? what team was going to give up a draft pick and then pay him that much money? Right. If you, Especially because he would have gotten paid more on the tag than he got in this deal. No, no, he would have got – well, I don't know how much – I haven't had a chance to look at the details, but he had to have gotten – a. And more, this year in cash, much more than seventeen million dollars. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. So, for, and the other thing is, well, sixteen point five million dollars in API, it doesn't mean that's your first year cash cap number. Not when you're getting a signing bonus. Your cap, your first year cap number is always going to be low if you're getting a signing bonus. Because mm-hmm. that's yeah, factored I, into it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, that's why. So that's why. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that I get at is like people will say. Well, the Patriots, some we the Bengals signed a guy for nine million dollars and signed a guy for six million for six million dollars. They spent you lost fifteen million dollars in cap space. No, they didn't. They had to sign. You got to factor in the low cap number for the first year because of the signing bonus. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about cap space, Miguel, and obviously, you know, look, Bill Belichick. He spent more money than he ever has last offseason. I yep. think any Patriots fan who thought that they were going to be active this offseason was foolish, and and I don't. And look, Patriots fans read our stuff. They read your stuff. We're in the business. We get it. But at the same time, when I see people say things like, well, I mean, the, the Chargers traded for Khalil Mack. And why didn't the Patriots get in on that? They dropped the ball. It, it just drives me crazy because, again, do, do some people that say these things understand that there's a cap? That you can't just and, and trade for whoever you want. They have to and there is a cap, it, And there's only a cap. There's also – a cash limit. Yeah. I mean, literally, the teams, the, the Bengals, the Colts, there are teams who do who, who cannot afford to spend a lot of money each year in free agents because they don't have the cash flow. All right? Mm-hmm. The Patriots are lucky they have a, 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 a rich owner. But they also spent all – but, folks, they spent all that money in free agency last year and put up a new bill, a new a scoreboard. All right, mm-hmm. and I think they're still paying for that this year. They're doing something this year too. They, he's got the Patriots have never, as far as I can recall, never spent a lot of money in back-to-back years. 
Okay, yeah. they no. usually go up and down, up and down, up and mm -hmm. down. I hear when the Patriots spend less. I hear that when I hear from the people that they say that that Kraft is Bob Kraft is cheap. Right, when they spend a lot of money, which they did in 2021, second highest in the league. All right, I I don't listen to sports radio, but I, I'm willing to bet that those guys who are on the radio didn't spend five, four hours talking about how the Patriots were second spent the second most amounts of cash last year because it doesn't it doesn't fit their rest of the the narrative that the Patriots are cheap, right? right? Yeah. And so, folks, if you tweet at me the Patriots are cheap this year, I'm gonna mute you because literally, <laughs> you know, you know, you know what happened last year, all right? Yep. You know, so you know what happened last year. Don't talk about this year while not talking to me because you didn't tweet me at last year saying how much money the Patriots spent, all right? But so many people are fair, are fair, be fair, be, be be fair in your criticism of the Patriots. They'll say, yeah, you know, saying. If the reason one reason they're not spending as much money because they spent so much money last year, all right. Yep. Don't please don't tweet at me that cheap. And, and folks, uh, I'm not even gonna go on the other thing. Hey, just a quick follow up, Miguel. So obviously, Belichick spends all this money last offseason, and, and some of those contracts did not work out. John right. Smith hasn't worked out, but in his case, they're, they're married to him this year. There's not really that, that, anything that, they can do, yeah. Right now, you mentioned. A guy like Nelson Aguilar, who to me, when you look at all the contracts he gave out, now in retrospect, and as we all know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. that's probably the worst contract he gave out. Do you think that there's any way that they can that they could restructure that, that they can he has, they can lessen that load, if you will, so that they can free up some cap space? Because he's he's gonna be pushing with incentives and whatnot almost fifteen million in twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's he has a deal is going to be if he if he plays exactly for every game is going to give him a fifteen million dollar cap hit. All right, he's got five five million dollars in signing bonus duration. He's got um one million. He can earn one million dollars in active roster bonuses, and then he's got a nine million dollar salary. All right, five million dollars of his salary is fully guaranteed. He has very little. So he has he knows he's gonna get five million dollars salary. So he should he probably even if he wanted to do the Patriots a, a hookup, I can't imagine that he's gonna get say I'm gonna agree to get less than five million dollars. He could agree to say I'll I'll take five and try to get the earn the rest back in incentives, all right? Or he could extend him and the folks will go crazy. You could extend him one more year and create mm -hmm. cap space, right? Or you could money, trade him, huh? Yeah. But, I, but then, or, yeah. or you could trade them. But I'm thinking if you're going to trade them, you got to give away a draft pick. You're not mm -hmm. getting a draft pick in return. Right. You're the one who's you're giving up. Like a, you got it's to entice a team to get them. And I'm, and this is one where I think the Patriots might surprise me if they do this. I personally would prefer to have keep all my draft picks or try to get more draft picks in this draft because I'd rather have these young guys try to build a young core around Mac Jones. Mm -hmm. Right. So like there are, there are things the Patriots could do that would surprise me, which would prove me wrong. <laughs> right, right, right. So like, 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 um, like for example, one thing I could def I was definitely wrong with JC Jackson. I, um, another thing that I could definitely be wrong is the number of void years in, in Devin McCourty's deal. If they were to happen to trade Nelson Aguilar and give up and say entice him 
a team by giving up a third or fourth round pick. All right. I'll definitely be wrong. If. Oh, my gosh. If they trade Shaq Mason, I'll be wrong. Okay. <laughs> I just, I just, I just, for, for the last three years, I've been hearing it about Shaq Mason and, and I thought he played well. So, but I get that. Why people are thinking about trading because the Patriots need cap space. Right. But they also lost Ted Karras today. So, which, that, which is, yeah, which helps, which helps keep them on. And which is, yeah. I cannot believe the total change of the thing around the three guys, Ted Karras, Trent Brown, and Shaq Mason, are all 29 years old. I just found that fascinating. And yeah. then Shaq Mason is the, is the youngest one out of the three. Yeah. I just found So, you know, one of these things, when I look at my Excel workbook, I have an age thing. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> They're all three, 29 years old? That just, just blew my mind. Sorry. I'm curious. <laughs> uh, you've been doing this such a long time. Was there ever a signing or a trade or anything from a – salary cap perspective that truly shocked you? Okay. Yes, we'll really think about this. No, one. no, no, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> it would have had to have truly shocked me would have had to have been the Darrell Reeves deal. Oh, wow, yeah. Okay. Um, because, But unfortunately, it's – Part of the problem was that deal was how it was reported. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. okay. Um, <laughs> they got the original numbers report wrong, so I was totally shocked by that. And then when you find out, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Um, the Tom Brady deal. The when he signed, he signed a contract. Peter King puts down he got a three million dollar signing bonus. I I'm like, there's no way. That Peter, he actually, Tom Brady got a $3 million signing bonus. Doesn't make any sense to me. Then I read in his column, oh, you know, I've, he actually got 30, but I just said he, he only got $3 million more than he was supposed to get. So I said, I said three. Oh. Yeah. I said, do you know words matter? <laughs> words matter. Okay. He, you knew he got a $30 million signing bonus, but you said $3 million, but you didn't say to the, in your report, that this is why I'm doing the $3 million. Right. So I actually stopped following Peter King on, on Twitter. I was so <laughs> mad about that report, I stopped following him on Twitter. Because <laughs> words matter. Thank God. I want to ask you about um, another former Patriot. He would be my ideal signing. I just don't think there's any shot in hell. Is there any chance Chandler Jones makes his way back here, do you think? It's not about the money for him. Yeah. It's possible. He said in yeah. an interview, it's not about the money. So when you say that, it's always a possibility that any team could sign you. Because you, once you say that the money's not important, any team could sign you. Do you believe I mean, him? I don't want to get folks – I'm not saying the Patriots are going to sign him. I'm just saying he could he could be signed because he's not made a requirement to get 15 or $20 million a year. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, so just as a quick follow-up to that, do you think well, A, do you believe him? And B, um, do you think Bill would would he I'm trying to think how to word this? Would he be able to sign him for lesser value than um you would initially think? I guess is how to put it. Would I I have to believe what a person's I don't know Channel Jones personally, 
Right. So I have to believe what he says is what he means. Mm-hmm. All right. Actions speak louder than words. We'll see what happens in free agency. All right. If he signs for like a deal somewhere like in the five to eight million dollar range, or he, that then he, he he put his money where his, he he backed up his words with his actions. Right. He signs somewhere like twelve to fifteen or twelve to eighteen with a chance a deal that says it gives it with incentives a chance to make 15 to 18 million dollars. Then I was saying that he didn't back up his actions with his words, with his actions. Could the Patriots sign him to a deal that's team friendly? Yes, they could. Especially. Hmm. I would have to look back. Oh, I would have to look at back at his, what he did last year. Cause the Patriots did so well in the defense last year. They did. Yeah. Oh, he he had, I believe he had tough. ten and a half sacks. Yeah, he's oh. he's a whole throw. Oh, that's eleven. He needs eleven. <laughs> he he would need folks to make it a not likely to be your incentive. He would have to need eleven. You have to start off with eleven. Okay. Oh, so like you could do eleven incentives, eleven sacks for incentives, and you could do like tie incentives to playoff success. Because the Patriots didn't win a playoff game last year, so he could say like, hey. If I play in a game, fifty percent of the, of the of the first game in the playoffs, and the Patriots win, I get an I get X amount of dollars, and you could do that. That's the way how OBJ got so much money, and you know, saying in incentives, he got for each game he play a playoff game, he got kept on getting more and more money. So I would think if it was going to be Chandler Jones, it'd be a eleven sacks and something tied to the wins because the Patriots had, for example, like that they could go like 12 wins, 13 wins, blah, 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 or playoff success. Those are those are the ways that I could definitely do it. I could construct a deal. It'd be tough because the Patriots are so good in defense to have a deal, have an incentive like what Lawrence Guy has had where you just – you have to ha- – you had a whole bunch of things where the Patriots had – could improve in. And then he would get his money. All right. Um, I'm trying to think what were they bad in, in last year in defense that you could tie it to. I don't know. I, I can't remember off the top of the head a, a team a team category that he would they would patients would be bad and that would be kind of easy for them to achieve. But over, overall, it is somewhat. It is possible. It's overall. Yeah. When I get in the knee to, to the weeds, it's definitely possible. <laughs> So with that said, obviously, you know, Bill Belichick in the past has always been really good at staying patient during this time of year, waiting, waiting, and waiting. We've seen him do it with Dante Hightower, with McCordy. He waited, and then eventually he got them. He They got paid, but they yeah. were, they also signed contracts that worked is- for the Patriots. He kind of doesn't have a choice this offseason because, again, of all the money they spent last offseason, he has to wait. With that said, do you think his focal point the longer he waits is going to be to continue to bring some of these guys that have been on the team back, or do you see him pivoting and maybe looking to add free agents? I, I, I think mean, he's could, gonna could pivot. You see a guy like Dante Hightower back. I, I I've who said that? Mike Reese said predicted that Hightower would go to the Steelers with with um Flores Flores yeah. and, and then Chris Price. No, it was Chris Price said it. You know, so somebody said, someone else has said McDaniels out there. He's got people who would want him. Dante Hightower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's going to have a market. I, I, he's got people who want him, which is 
but I thought his his value keeps on going down and down the older he gets. If some of those other teams like Miami, who seems I uh, looking at the brief, I didn't have a chance to look at all the details of the, the deals. They do they do seem to be paying, willing to be to overpay some of their players, free agents. Right. So I definitely I could see them overpaying Hightower. I could what I you know saying I could I I would have to know what Mr. Trubisky signed for mm-hmm. because he if he I know he signed for two I think he signed for two years. God bless him. Um, okay, I mean <laughs> I don't if it's mostly a signing bonus is mostly then if he signs with a big cap number this year that impacts their ability to sign get other players. Um, we'll see. I uh, I do. I think he's back. I I've been on the, on the. I think he's coming back, but now I'm less and less confident. Once Mike V said that, I was like, "Oh, guy, he's he's gone," because Mike v, Mike has been Mike is usually spot on by what happens. Like he drops this, he, he drops these hints and is like about who's gonna get signed for the you know for the practice squad or you know blah blah blah. So he's usually been spot on with that. So I would go in Mike. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to receivers for a second. Yes. Because one name you guys mentioned, I think, is really one that keeps popping up, and that's DJ Chark. Yes. And he's sort of an underrated player because he hasn't played on like a good team yet. But yet. What, would, what, would a con- what would a what would a contract for him look like if he was? See, that, that's a great question because Jason Fitzgerald from Over the Cap. Has him signing like a one-year deal of like nine million dollars, which right. means the nine million dollars for the Patriots probably means with a lot of incentives. You get right, right. PFF, and I think it's Brad who does all the contracts. Had him sign like a three-year, fifteen million dollar deal, yeah. three-year, fifteen, forty-five million dollars, which is the a- Allen Robinson deal I did. All right. Now if we were to say, let's just say you did the Allen Robinson deal that I had. His cap number this year would have been nine point two million dollars. Okay, because I had that's my three year, fifty million dollar, forty five million dollar year deal. I would have a cap hit of nine million, nine point two million dollars. Because I would give the guy, he would have a point one point three million dollar salary, one million dollars in active roster bonuses. And I don't know if Chuck was he Chuck wasn't active for all the games last year. All right? right, so his cap number wouldn't be the nine point two because right now only the games he was active active would count against the cap. So it'd be right. less than nine point two. And then he would get a huge signing bonus. So if I would definitely hmm, change definitely some of the numbers around, I would probably make it that he could get to 45 if he had to hit all of incentives. I would do, you know, I would go look at Kendrick Bourne's deal, get some of those incentives from Kendrick Bourne's deal, put them in this deal. Um, they would not be count against the cap and, because it'd be not considered not likely to be earned. I don't have the time to do this. We're doing this live, so I can't. I'm just. <laughs> I don't know. What, you know what I'm saying? But I could definitely probably get that number down to like five, six. Wow. I mean, his first year, the 2022 kid. And it, I mean, then it would go up if he hits his incentives. Obviously. Right. Um, yeah, I could. I could sign. I could see that happen. I could see. The fact that DJ Chuck wasn't signed on the, as far as we know, because we're doing this live, so we don't know, we're not looking at Twitter right now. The first day of legal tampering, 
means that he could the longer he goes, is the more likely you can get him at a cheaper price. Yeah. So like the guys, I don't think like for example, like you know, I don't think you can get more money than Christian Christian Kirk or Mike right. Williams now, right? Because he hasn't proven himself. Alan Robinson has some has proven our history. I mean, I know he wasn't signed this today, which kind of undercuts my argument. But he has a proven he has a proven history. DJ Clark, he if he wants money, he may have to take a one year deal, especially the longer he goes. He the longer they go, once you hit the second wave of free agency, it's you better get jump on that carousel and get that money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, this is pretty soon. Yeah, like yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna. Team's gonna run out. Decide to to say I I, I don't have. I, we spent as much as we, I want to right now, and then they'll be. Then we'll just go. Then we'll go bargain shopping. Uh, speaking of, uh, I don't want to call it bargain shopping, but another receiver that um, I would love to see here is Jarvis Landry. Do you think he could be an option? Yes. It's, I find it interesting that no one was willing to trade anything for him. Yeah. Which means no one was willing to pay him what he got this was scheduled to get, which means he's not going to get that money. So he's not going to get here. I think he was scheduled to get $14 million from the Browns. So he's not going to get that. Um, he doesn't count against the comp picks. So his that means teams will go, go after him because he won't count against the comp pick. So that might help him in that regard, but I still don't think he's going to get $14 million. Will he come to the Patriots? Jeez. Oh, he would have to believe in Mac. He would have to, for me, he would have to believe in Mac after playing with Baker, a guy who was a rookie, on a rookie deal, and it was a, rook, a relatively young guy. I think Jarvis Landry would have to be sold on Mac Jones' ability. I think if Jarvis Landry decides, well, I got paid and I want to win, all right, he's going to probably end up signing with a team that he thinks can win the Super Bowl or with a young quarterback that could possibly take him to the Super Bowl. I mean, I can't imagine he's going to sign with the Jets. Excuse, oh, sorry. For sorry, my, whatever Jets fans listen to this, because I don't think that anybody's going to actually think the Jets are going to get to the Super Bowl. All right. Or. What's the what next worst team? The Giants. Okay. Oh. I don't think, it, you know, if you're signing with those teams, you're doing it for the money. You're not thinking you're going to yeah. win. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> right. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, order Texas. I don't think anybody who's signing with those three teams thinks they're going to win this year. Final question here from us, Miguel. Obviously, Patriot fans are hoping that Bill Belichick is more active in the coming days. I thought you made a great point. That the longer some of these guys sit on the market, the yeah. more likely they are to take a one-year deal, and actually that benefits teams like the Patriots. What that and, and that's it. And then plus, there's gonna be some more cuts coming. Yeah. And the and like, for example, now that J.C. Jackson's deal counts for right now, it's gonna get him a third-round pick, comp pick. Ted Castle will get him a six-round pick, I think. All right. You want to if you want to protect those picks, you want to sign players who are not gonna count in the calculation. Mm-hmm. All right. And so you want to point. sign the release plays, and there got to be some guys coming, that you know, coming cut as payers. Um, there are some what eight teams right now who still under the cap. Mm-hmm. All right, they they got to make rooms. They have to have make room. They got most likely get trades and players, cut some players. Excuse me. So I, I, the, my question was going to be: obviously, Patriot yeah. fans are hoping that Belichick does something. The longer some of these guys 
are sitting around, the better it is for the Patriots. Do the Patriots, in your estimation, if they want to be players, let's say, at the end of this yeah. week, do you think that they're going to need to, to get creative with creating that cap space in order for that to happen? Or do you think that they could get creative simply by the contracts they offer? Combination of both. That's a great point. And I think they could, like, for example, they could, I'd say it's been a couple of years since they last converted salary into signing bonus. I've said this. They could do that anytime with Matthew Judon's deal. Mm-hmm. Matthew Judon's deal from the get-go was a bargain for the Patriots. Okay, he's not, he's a tremendous, in my opinion, tremendous edge player. I I don't know what happened at the end of the season, folks. All right. Well, I don't know. Maybe he got, so before he got his injury, I thought he was playing well. He was playing, he's getting paid this much, but he's, he's playing at that level. The diff, you know, sorry, let me make sure the camera gets to that. Um, (laughs) He's playing, all right. He was playing at the level. So even if you were to re, increase his cap numbers in 2023 and 2024, there'll still be a bargain to what the top edge register is playing because the top edge register is getting $30 million. Yeah. Right. Even so if you really, he's getting, he'll be 20. He'll yeah. be at 20. So that's, that's a bargain. Um, so they, if they, I wouldn't consider it creative per se, but it's one way to do it. I mean, I don't think it's creative. I've been saying it all this time. <laughs> Well, I've been the same. So when they do that, and I and I'm and I'm glad you mentioned it, because when you put out your chart a few weeks back, yeah, yeah. the chart that we used in, in our yep. piece that we wrote, can you just give fans a cliff note version of what that means? What does it mean okay. when they convert salary to signing bonus? So okay, so I'm just gonna do Matthew Judon. Okay, just let me give you the let me just do a quick look. Okay, let me make sure I give you the right numbers. He has an eleven million dollar salary. All right. Well, let's pretend to make it keep keep it simple. He has a, the minimum salary for a player hit with his experience is one million dollars. You convert ten million dollars into a signing bonus. All right. And this is true. And then I'll, I'll say this: back in the day when I first started doing this coverage, they used to get the players used to get the ten million dollars up front, so they would get the money in March. All right. Now, for some reason. The, the, the owners have gotten the players and the agents to agree to take that $10 million and get paid concurrently with their weekly salary. All right. So that $1 million now gets paid out over 36 weeks starting in September. So that $10 million here would get that in 36 weeks over, you know, starting in September. All right. So he's getting, he, instead of getting it, so he's getting all, all it is is accounting. Because he would have gotten eleven million dollars over thirty-six weeks, he's still going to get the eleven million dollars over thirty-six weeks. We're just accounting for it differently. The gotcha. Patriots, and I learned this from my my from my colleague Troy Chapman, who does it for the Texans. That the Patriots are the only team who do not put in their deals the right to automatically convert salary into signing bonus. All right, wow. I I give them credit for that because. The player is doing you a favor, all right. Yet they're je- they're putting jeopardy some of their their money because if they got that they do something stupid, you know, like uh, 
get arrested, all right? So you get suspended, all right? You then then you forfeit that signing. You can forfeit signing bonus. Six is like you get suspended for six games. The team has the right to go after you. Your signing bonus for those six games, all right? Wow. Yep. So you know, I would never as a, as an agent. I would never agree to give the team something where I get, I could possibly get hurt. And that's why I give credit for the Patriots for doing that. Yep. And yeah. smart. You are watching slash listening to the New England Football Show presented by Mortgage Right. We are joined this week by Miguel Benzon from at Pat's Cap. Uh, Miguel, obviously, before we go here, we got a couple minutes left. Obviously, Again, like we talked about earlier, the Patriots, they did their shopping last year. Belichick, of course, is notorious for finding some deals yes. in the bargain bin. And yet we've thrown out all these players' names. But the one question we haven't asked you, and it's the last one of the night, who would you like to see them sign? Who Who is a player out there that, that Miguel Cam wants to see the Patriots sign? Campbell from the Packers. He, he re-signed with them today. Ah! <laughs> Five years, fifty. It may cost him Devontae Adams, though. But he resigned. No, 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 no. I knew. I, see, I was, folks. I was. <laughs> I really wasn't paying attention today. I was hanging out with my mother. Um, no, no. It, okay, okay. Oh my gosh, who is there? Was another linebacker? Oh my gosh. So it's That's a linebacker. Funny. That would be your preference. Yeah, it would have been a linebacker because you can get wide receivers. I think in this draft. All right. Yeah, so I agree. In, um. Oh what, do my of, what do you guys think of old friend of Landon Roberts? What do you think about bringing him back, possibly? I love Landon. I just, on a personal, just on a personal level, when I was covering the team, he was so fun to talk to. and He's a really nice guy. So, okay. But I think, I think he's kind of a good, underrated player, too. I mean, he's he's so good against the run. Uh, I mean, against the pass, I don't think that's his forte. But as far as a run defender in the middle of the lineup, I think he's a good player. Okay, so yeah, – the other guy, which I would die laughing if it happened, is Calton Davis from the Buccaneers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, because he is the number two, widely considered the number two, the second best free agent cornerback. Okay, if you, if JC Jackson got 16 and a half, any team should be able to say Calton Davis for less. And Calton Davis is younger than, than, than J.C. Jackson. Like, well, I, you ready? You ready for this? Don't tell me. <laughs> yet, but hold on. Before I before I tell you this, promise me you'll come back on with us. Yes. He resigned with the Bucks. Ah! <laughs> 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 left and right. We'll get... They're killing Today? you, Miguel. They're killing you. Not on the show. I think he got. He signed tonight. I think it was three years and forty-five. Okay. Okay. Oh. See, I was right. He got less than to JC Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> but that you know. But I'm glad you brought him up because oh my he's gosh, the guy he that I thought would have been he probably a good to deal while I was eating dinner. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't. But but listen, it's hard to keep up with this stuff. Like no, no, no. But I was like literally, I was, eating, I was before the show. I was literally. I I just came back from Massachusetts at seven oh eight or no seven ten or seven whatever. Shaved because I knew it was going to be on the video. And then I ate dinner. <laughs> yeah. and, and yet you still deliver it as, as expected. Hey, uh, real quick before we go here, um, talk a little bit about ha uh, Hartford Habitat for Homes. Okay, so I saw I'm, uh, I've am i been 
my wife and I have been pretty blessed. All right, so I figured, well, if I'm doing this as a hobby, I should try to help people out. Back in the day, I was raising money for a food pantry in Malden, Mass, because that's where I grew up. Mm-hmm. I, I now live in Connecticut. So I said, I should try to help people in Connecticut. And, I, and I've been volunteering at the Habitat Habitat of Humanity for several years now. So I try to raise. So I said, hey, let me. I, I, I went out and reached out to them and said, how much money does it cost you to build a home? And they said at that time, $120,000. All right. I could, I'll say, I should be able to raise that. I got, at the time, $36,000 followers, 36,000 followers. If I get 6,000 of them, one sixth to donate $20, I'll be, do- I'll be done. All right. I'm up. Now I'm up to 42,000. Then the pandemic hit. And people lost jobs. It was like, all right. But now, um, so I think I've raised like over $42,000. Right now, so I need about still about seventy eight thousand dollars. So if you could go to my pin tweet and just donate as much as you can if you can afford to do so. All right, um, I promise you this, folks. There's no one better than me covering the Patriot salary cap. You should see my DMs. The guys reach out to me, the beat writers, um, and I, and I, I try to be polite and funny on 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 Twitter. Um, I do mute people if I if you say cap is crap, I'll mute you if you use the um just a reminder. Yeah, yeah, it's a reminder. I just I'm I'm done with I don't even and I'll say this if you tweet at me a link from the salary cap space to sites of the set letter S, I won't respond. I have no respect for that site. You should folks you should be using it over the cap. Okay. <laughs> if you use the other site, you're doing it wrong. All right, so don't don't tweet me a link from that site. Don't even give me say I got this number from that. I just want to respond to your question. Um, I literally have a, a increased my umbrella insurance because I'm afraid they'll sue me one day. <laughs> I literally say th- this stuff all the time. <laughs> well, I, mean, I it's a, it's a great cause, Miguel, and I I've yeah. donated to it. And it's uh, I I, I, people... I, it's to me. It's the American dream is building yeah. a buying a home. Yeah. All right. Um, these people who if I haven't had immunity, they learn to take learn to own a home. They have to put in sweat equity. They have to do all these things. We're not it's not a handout. We're just helping people out. It's not it's a hel- helping people out. We're not giving them say not a handout. Um it's to me, um, I'm a, I'm a first generation American, and it was a big deal for my parents to buy a home in America, and I think I should. I was trying to pay it forward by helping someone else to buy their first home. So that's all I got to say because yeah, it's, 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 it's it literally is something I, like I picked. That. My parents never. The parents know what I do, and they know I'm somewhat famous because of that but they don't know like they don't understand this that my parents right. are for the Dominican Republic they've been to baseball they don't get like the salary cap I've never even tried to explain it to what I do <laughs> well if it makes but, you feel better Stone doesn't understand it either because he thinks that they should sign and trade for everybody and when they don't he goes after Belichick so <laughs> oh my God. so literally so, so how, did you see Kevin please <laughs> tell you read that article from PFF <laughs> Okay, yes. and it said like they rated the GMs. All right, it cracks me up. 
And then the Warren Chop saying it's just because Tom Brady was here. I was like, get out of here. Yeah, oh I'm so God. tired it's, of it's, hearing that argument. No, I don't go that far. No, but it's, it's like oh, the only reason that PJ Patriot players came players came here was to play with Brady. Tom Brady. Right. Bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. If you got paid, some of these guys got paid, paid to get come here. And it had nothing to do with Tom Brady. Nope. Tom Brady Cobra, Cobra got paid. Adelius Thomas got paid. You know what I'm saying? Darrell Dar Revis wanted to play King here because he wanted to win. All right? You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. That may fall under the Tom Brady thing. But some of those guys who the free agents they have signed, signed some really good deals. And they weren't taking a bargain. Yeah. Okay. Nope. And especially – It had not, and the, the 2001, the 2002, 2003, 2004 guys had nothing to do with Tom Brady. No. Like the, the, all those guys who signed in 2001 had not, they didn't sign because Tom Brady was on the roster. They signed, if they would have signed because the quarterback was on the roster, they signed because Drew Bletch was on the roster. Right. And the Patriots signed a ton of players from 2001 who won, helped them win championships in 2001, 2003, 2004. And yet you want to give Tom Brady the credit. Yep. It was Duke Bledsoe was probably the quarterback quarterback in 2001. And not in two, after that, then it was 2002, 2003, 2001. Tom Brady became the draw. But all the free agents who signed in 2001, good number of them, they weren't drawn to the Patriots because of Tom Brady. They were drawn more like if they were Drew, not for the money, it was Drew because of Drew Bledsoe. Yep. Well, Miguel, thank you for taking the time, my friend. Really appreciate it. Let's do this again soon. Anytime, anytime I can be on is I love, I love, love you guys work. I, you guys do, I, I, you guys are doing great work, especially when you guys are reaching out to college coaches and high school coaches. I'm not into the college draft. So I think you guys are, are providing a niche service and I got blessed because that's what I do. I love, yeah. I, I provided this service. You guys are also providing this search, yeah. service. Well, we we appreciate you, my friend. We appreciate you taking the time and certainly your knowledge and your information is, is a big part of our coverage and, we appreciate it. We are looking forward to having you again. Okay, take care. All righty. That is Bye -bye. Miguel Benzon from At Pat's Cap. Well, that'll do it for this week's show. For Miguel, Kevin, Adam, I'm John. Until next week, peace. 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 God bless.